Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 101, 101. Well, sadly, our series win streak came to an end. Yeah, we lost another series to the, or we lost the series to the old Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards. Mm, not great, not great. But there were some good, there were some bad. It's just a little bit more bad, just some way. I mean, but still, so far, I mean, we're still at five hundred. I mean, for some teams in the in the. Um, the MLB, especially in the National League, we would be contending right now. But still, since we're in the Nat or American League East, we're in last place, and everybody else in our division's good. That that kind of does stink a bit. Yeah, but I mean, so far, I mean, five hundred that ain't bad. A good last place team, I should say. Yeah. All right, let's get into the box scores. All right. Um, Wednesday or um Monday night. Um, Chris Sale he did start out good, but then. Come the fourth and third and fourth inning, he basically started imploding, and he and also a bunch of bad ump calls too. We'll get into that too. Kind of cost the Red Sox the dub. Yeah, not great. Yeah, not great. So we lost um five two four. Um yeah. So Creamer gets to win surprisingly. Um and Sale gets the loss, and then um or uh. Cano gets the save, not Robinson Cano. This is a different Cano. Yeah. yeah. I think this is a new guy, too. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we forgot about a roster move. So, Bayo looks like he got sent down to Worcester for the time being, but looks like possibly tomorrow he might get called back up again because they're going to try to rearrange the whole um, rotation, stuff like that tomorrow. Depends. So, he might get called back up tomorrow. Yeah. But for now, he got sent down and, uh, a new, newly required, newly acquired, uh, um, minor league pitcher, uh, Brendan Bernardino, like Sam Bernardino, got called up to Worcester to take his, or got called up from Worcester to take his spot on the roster. Yeah, sorry, we forgot to mention that before we started the recap, but yeah, yeah, yeah. which is surprising for Bale. I thought, I mean, I knew sunday he kind of started struggling late in the game i mean to start out i don't think he had that bad of it as better than the angels outing on patriots day oh yeah i don't know i don't think it won't be for long it'll probably like just be for a short time being in fact i don't even think he, he was still with the club in baltimore despite the fact that he basically got optioned down to worcester but yeah all right let's get into the summary all right so to begin with um the Red Sox do they do get on the board first. Um, after a double play, though, um, well, after a, despite a double play, Tristan Casas he uh breaks a um over and uh, he basically gets technically his first hit, and not only that, the first home run of the game or first home run in a while since the Detroit series. So he, as he homers into right center field to make it a one nothing Red Sox lead. And then the top of the third, Verdugo, he singles in the right field to score Connor Wong. Two nothing Red Sox. Then Rafi, he goes yard. He get, adds another home run to his total as he hits a two-run home run to score himself and Verdugo. Four nothing Red Sox. But then this is where the Orioles start rallying back. Um, Adam Frazier in the bottom of the third. He singles into left field to score Cedric Mullins. Red Sox still lead four to one. 
But then bottom of the fourth is where everything just goes to hell in a handbasket. Um, Ramon Arreyes, he doubles in the center field to score uh, Ryan Mountcastle and Anthony Santander. Four to three Red Sox lead. And then tie ball game as James McCann, he singles into right field to score Ramon Arreyes. And then the bottom of the fifth, O's take the lead, and that's where the final score was standing. Austin Hayes, he singles in the left field to score Jorge Mateo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sale, I mean, as I said, he had a better, or at least to begin with, was having a better outing. Or he was like basically like, okay, so Chris Sale, he's back. All right, here's the Chris Sale we all know and love. And then once you get into the third inning through the fifth or for the fourth, fifth inning, that's where he started to struggle. And this is where he basically just, yeah, imploded. And, and I will say that too. He did kind of gave that game right back. And I expect more from Chris Sale. And it, it looked like after he his outing was done, he was punching a ice cooler in a way. I mean, in the past, I would have been like, hey, okay, yeah, he really does care. But at this point, since the man is fragile and we already know his injury history, and we don't need another, we don't need him going down. Because I will say this, he goes down this season. I feel like we'll be over. I will fall off the wide flag of surrender at this point because there goes our ace, our supposed ace. That's what I mean. I love you, Chris Sale, buddy, and I do admire your compat or do your passion and stuff like that. But at the same time, please do not do that ever again. We don't need another man down. Seriously. I do realize at that point it is kind of starting to get a little bit old. I mean, we get it. You really do care. You really try, want to try to do better for this team. But at the same time, yeah. Stop, buddy. Just stop. We love you. We love you. And we really want you to succeed here. Even though there are some fans in this fan base that do don't want you to succeed and kind of wanting you out of here. But but for me, I'm still on the Chris Sale bandwagon. But at the same time, please stop. You are kind of making us look dumb by, by doing stuff like that, even though we do love your passion. Bernardino in his debut. I don't I didn't hate it. I really didn't. I mean, I really feel like looking at him, and we'll talk about that, like, today, too. He had a pretty good relief outing, too. I mean, he kind of kept us in that game, especially in this game, too. Kind of kept us in it, too. So, I mean, he could be a valuable bullpen arm. Yeah, kind of that secret kind of weapon we didn't really have. Kind of deal. So, yeah. I do like him, Bernardino. Like, it's kind of like Bernardino. That's what you should, his, uh, it's pronounced, like, basically like San Bernardino in California. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'll be up here for long. No, it depends on what's going gonna happen with these roster uh, moves tomorrow. But I mean, I didn't hate his outing. I mean, yeah, the Ump Show with Valentine Junior Valentine. So to begin with, right off the bat, he was just making bad calls on the Red Sox radio broadcast too. Basically, was making comments. He like these are really sh- not great calls. I'm sorry. I mean, seriously, it, where is the strike zone in this? Like, it was all over the place. Heck, even Pete Patsy and uh, Alex Cora were basically chirping at him early on to the point where late in the game, Valentino basically had enough. And to the point, it just, I don't know. I'm sorry. Umpires like him, Angel Fernandez, Dan Bellino, or Angel Hernandez, Dan Bellino, all these guys are the reason we probably are will be going to Robo Ombuds in the near future. We can't deal with this anymore. 
I mean, I do realize for the umps, there are some umpires that I will say, okay, they do do a good job. I can understand some of these umpires too. It's a hard job too, especially if you're getting chirped by like fans and like stuff like that. But at the same time too, call it fair. Do a good job. I mean, seriously, I don't know what the MLB is thinking. I really, like, I really feel like they're keeping the bad ums and not really promoting or basically like the good ums. They want to keep the bad ums for some reason. I don't know why. Usually if you do a bad job at your job, you usually are gone quickly. That's usually how it works in the real uh, work world, but whatever. I mean, seriously, just whatever. <laughs> whatever, seriously, just do a bad job, Dan, or, um, Dan Bellino, Angel Hernandez, and um, Junior Valentin. Just do a bad job, and yeah, you'll just, yeah. Yeah, even Jim Palmer, and Jim Palmer hates the Red Sox. Yeah, heck, he even said Dave, not great things about David Ortiz back in the day. And he said, too, yeah, the, uh, damn, or um, Junior Valentin really needs to uh, just figure out. Yeah, he, yeah, Palmer was not liking it either. Yeah, 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 Hall of Fame. Yeah, seriously, if this is coming from a Hall of Fame pitcher and World Series champion with the Orioles, too, and basically kind of their ace back in the day of those 60s and 70s teams. Yeah, now longtime radio broadcaster for the team. I mean, seriously, I mean, you might want to, yeah, I to say, yeah, it's like actually like a hodgepodge of nothingness. Yeah. By the way, Pirates are, yeah, they're kind of rolling, except they did lose yeah, last night, too. So, yeah. Yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan or uh, Junior Valentine. Yeah, I even tweeted that too. Like, and a lot of people like said, "Yeah, that this is the worst." Yeah, he is the worst. He, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, they even the report card they made like said, "Oh, whoa, he actually missed one bad ball." I think he missed a lot than that. That that you know that MLP or MLB uh, report card they have for these umpires and stuff like that. They were saying, oh, he actually missed actually one critical ball or something like that, or one critical pitch. Like, I think he missed a lot than that, but whatever. The MLB just, it's whatever. I will say one more thing, and this is not really critical to the game, but it kind of did kind of keep us a little bit in it. Verdugo making that diving play in the eighth inning kind of keep us in it. About that. I will say that he did kind of keep us, yeah. yeah. That was kind of nice, yeah. All right. Very good. Well, not good that we lost, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for Verdugo. Yeah, he's starting to prove that he really deserves that extension. He really does. He's been hitting it lately. He's one of our best hitters. And, seriously, he's been, like, improved defensively, too, especially from last year where, like, he was basically misplaying balls and stuff like that. But could you blame him? Everybody else was. I mean, Duran was, too. We'll get into Duran, too, because he's been um doing well lately. Yeah. Yeah, man, Yoshida. All right. So that's game one. Game two, but before we get into game two, we do have an injury report, though. It's looking like Yu Chang has been um has uh, been sent to the IL. 10-day IL. I think it's a left hammet um injury. So it has something to do with his wrist. Yeah, so he'll be out for maybe kind of around the same time as like um Adam Duvall, maybe eight or so weeks. But to replace him on the roster for the time being, we have called up once again Emmanuel Valdez. Yeah. To the big club. All right. So, yeah. He didn't start today, but he did get into today's game, tonight's, or uh, Wednesday's game. 
or not Wednesday, Tuesday's game. I cannot talk. So, Tuesday. Come on, load. All right, sorry. All right, we should have had that. All right, here we go. So, Tuesday. Or so basically, so we basically started out really good. We started hitting it well. And then around the ninth inning, we kind of started choking it up. Uh, once again, Orch just can't pitch to save his life. But thankfully, we thankfully we brought in uh, Kenley Jansen, which we sh- probably shouldn't have. But in this situation, what else are you going to do? We brought him in and he basically shut the lights out. Red Sox ended up winning this one 8-2-6. Um, they improved to 13 and 12. So a game above 500 Kluber once again. Yes. We'll talk about that too. He had a pretty nice outing, another, uh, first win of his career. So he, uh, with the Red Sox. So pretty good. He gets the win. So pretty good. Bradish gets the loss and Kenley Jansen gets the save. So pretty good. All right. Summary. All right. So to begin with the Red Sox, they get on the board first as a uh, Christian Arroyo. He singles into right field to score uh, Tristan Casas, one nothing Red Sox. Then Reese McGuire, he singles in the left field to score uh, Jaron Durant, 2 nothing Red Sox. Then Rafael Devers, he hits a sack fly that basically scores um or scores Christian Arroyo to make it 3 nothing. And then top of the third, Jaron Durant, he hits a grand slam in the center field to score himself, Masataki Yoshida, Kiki Hernandez and Tristan Casas, seven nothing Red Sox lead at this point. Orioles do add one more run or add a run in the bottom of the fifth inning as Jorge Mateo he homers in the center field to make it a seven one Red Sox lead. All right, but then bottom of the eighth to add one more run of insurance. Reese McGuire he grounds out a sack ground out to first base to score Jaron Durant eight to one Red Sox. But hold your horses, folks. There was a bit of drama in the ninth inning. Caleb War, he came in, and then here we go. So Gunnar Henderson, he homers into a center field to a score um, just himself. Eight to two Red Sox. Okay, so all right. So they got one run. But then they loaded the bases. Uh, Emmanuel Valdez and, and or just couldn't get the kind of like PFP done right. They make an error, and then Cedric Mullins hits a grand slam into right field to score himself. Ramon Arreyes, um, Terrian uh, Varva, and um, Jorge Mateo, 8-6 Red Sox lead. But, thankfully, Kenley Jansen, he came in, he shut the door, and we end up getting the dub. So we escaped from that. All right. Okay, Kluber's outing. So let's go. So a pretty good outing. I'm, Finally, we see the old core Kluber of old. The one when he was in Cleveland with the Indians. Well, now the Guardians now, who will we be playing this weekend? All right. So, yeah, six innings. He only gave up a run on five hits, so pretty good. He did only strike out three, though, but, I mean, getting it done for the most part. He's getting it done, and he basically helped get the win. Yeah. Yeah, when Kelsey so far, he's been doing good in uh, relief, so pretty good. Awesome for him. Yeah. So, yeah, I will say that. The grand slam by um Jaron Durant, that was just great to see. What a, what a way to build a man's confidence, too. I mean, so far right now, he's been one of our best hitters right now. Has one of the best um or batting average on the team. And let's see. I feel like the last, let's see, last seven games, 
He has had 24 at-bats, and he's had 10 hits, 6 runs, or scored 6 runs on 10 hits. Had a home run, 8 RBIs. Um, did punch out 8 times, too, and he has like a 417 batting average. So he's, been, yeah, doing pretty good. 625 slugging and a 444 on-base percentage. So he's been doing pretty good so far. So, yeah, I love this new Jared Durant. Yay, finally. Maybe it's just, maybe it was just 2022. Yeah, it was probably 22 bad for all of us. Yeah, maybe the yeah maybe the demotion on opening day kind of like say hey yeah I need to get better because hey I could lose this spot so I gotta do something. Yeah. Well, well that's good. Good for him right now. I that's what I mean. I really want everybody to succeed here. Everybody, no matter who. Well, for someone who. Speaking well, um, speaking on the contrary here, someone is turning out to be the reason why we he might not succeed here and probably might be out pretty soon. So Caleb Ort in the ninth, and yes, seriously, we have a what seven run lead at this point in the ninth inning. All you gotta do is just get three outs and just seriously to the point where we don't have to bring Kenley Jansen in. Well, or just can't pitch to save his life. He basically just, a lot of it too, there were some things too. I mean, but still, I mean, Valdez made a not too great error, which I will say too, we'll talk about that in game three too, because he also kind of made a kind of critical error in uh, today's game too. We'll get into it too. Yeah. But yeah, he just, he, or just couldn't pitch to save his life. And it looked, and I will say this about this too, I am thankful that we did something like go acquire closer like or, uh, Kenley Jansen. Because really, at this point, if we would have put somebody else, like going back to last year, that game would have been over. Like the Orioles would have came back and won that game. The fact that we actually went out and got someone like a Kenley Jansen, a lights out Kenley Jansen, just proves that like, I had, I really, like once Kenley Jansen came in, I thought, okay, all right, we might be okay now. Well, although, let's not talk too soon. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he came in, he got two outs, and I am thankful. That's what I mean. That's why I'm so glad we got Kenley Jansen. Because now you have someone that I trust giving the ball to in the ninth inning, even though we didn't really have to, We really were forced to bring him in at this point. Because A, or just can't pitch to save his life. And that's what I'm kind of thinking too. Him and Brazier, especially even the Twins... The Twins uh, finale last week. Seriously, all Brazier had to do was get three outs. And I feel like the, he could not do that. Only one missed bad play at home plate by uh, Max Kepler made it. It's like he basically got out of it without any further damage. But yeah, him and Or just, guys. I mean, and there have been some time outings too lately too that they have come in and basically shut the door. But there have been some times too where you gotta have to hold your breath with these guys. I don't know. I just don't know. That's the thing I don't know about Heim Bloom in the front office. Why did they still stick with guys like Ort and Brazier, even though they suck? Here's the thing. Well, if you look at the actual stats, it looks like in this situation, he can't, these guys cannot pitch. 
Yeah, shut up, nerd. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, really, seriously. These are the reason. Seriously. We are having nerds who have never played a day of baseball in their lives decide on these decisions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is why I feel like we won't succeed in the near future. Just for the fact that you're letting nerds make these decisions. People who have never played baseball. And I know. I mean, sometimes analytics and stuff like that can be helpful. But you also got to take the human element of it, too. And they're not really taking the human element. And the human element is Brazier and Ort can't pitch. Especially when you have to get three outs in the ninth inning. And all they got to do is... And not only that, they make it so like the Orioles and the Twins are saying, All right, guys, it's rally time! Even though they should say, Yeah, this game's over. We should probably just go down one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> like, you give them hope. You don't need to give them hope. To the point now we got to bring Jim Kinley in. And we didn't really need to bring Kinley in, but we're thankful they came in. Because at that point, you needed to just get two outs or one or whatever. At that point was. All right, sorry about rant. It just that's what I mean. Thank goodness. And I, I saw uh, Tyler Milliken's uh, from Tyler Milliken from a uh, name redacted podcast. Which, by the way, we're wearing the shirt right now. Yeah, got him in the mail today. Yep, yep. Made a little. That's one of my little like tax return purchases. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, nice little shirt. Love it. Love it. Bought one just to wear around work and to um one to wear around just for fun. Going out, maybe. I don't know. Maybe to a game. Yeah. Yeah. But he basically, I saw the tweet that he made too, like after like uh the game, he said, Thank goodness for Kenley Jansen. Yeah. Or thank heavens for Kenley Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a way, I mean he is right. Thank heavens we have Kenley Jansen on this team, or at least for two more years. Or at least this year and next year. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's it for game three. I don't know. Can we go over game or not game three? Game two. Can we go over game three real quick? I don't know. We're kind of running a little bit on time. I don't want to go too. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll go to break now and then come back in. Wrap it up with game three, and then what's up on the farm? Which, by the way, I need to get that is true. All right, then we'll go to break then. All right, we are back to talk about game three of the series. Unfortunately, no. Tanner Hauke just didn't really have his stuff. I've seen, and this is probably, if not his worst outing of the year. Just couldn't hold on, especially late in the, four, or in the fourth inning. Despite Yoshida and Duran kind of still hitting a bit. Red Sox, however, end up losing this game 6-2-2. They're back at 513-13. Tyler Wells, he was wielding dealing today. He gets the win. And how gets the loss? The Collinsville, Illinois native. All right. All right. Scoring to begin with. All right. So um bottom of the first inning. Anthony Santander of the Orioles. He basically hits a sack fly in the center field to score. Cedric Mullins, one nothing Orioles lead at this point. But hold on, bomb or top of the sixth inning, tie ball game as Masataki Yoshida, he keeps on hitting. He hits a solo home run, leadoff solo home run in the into center field in the second inning to tie up the ball game 1-1. But then the Orioles basically retook the lead. Um, 
Ramon Arreyes, he singles into center field to score. Adam Frazier, 2-1, to one, Orioles lead at this point. Then Cedric Mullins, he singles in or singles in, to uh, Kike Hernandez, who basically just bobbles it. And, oh, well, actually, Valdez bobbles it. Man, he made a couple of errors in this game. Huh, really? That basically scores uh, Ramon Arreyes, or, or not Ramon, or Ryan O'Hearn to make it 3-1, to one, Orioles. And four or four to one Orioles as um Adley Rutschman he hits a sack fly into left field to score Ramon Reyes. All right, there we go. All right, but um Red Sox do add one more run as a uh, Justin Turner he singles in the right field to score Alex Verdugo four to two, but Orioles still lead. Then five to two in the bottom of the sixth inning as basically Anthony Santander he has another sack fly in the left field to score Ramon Reyes. Then in the bottom of the eighth, they add one more run of insurance. Ryan McKenna, yes, the same one that basically dropped Yoshida's pop fly on the second game of the season where Abdul walked it off. He hits a double, get payback um, into a center field to score Ramon Reyes. That's where your final score would stand. All right. Hawks outing. Not one of his best. I think right now possibly his worst outing of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like he did. The man didn't really have his stuff today, or in this game. Yeah, just five runs, but a lot of it too. I mean, we'll get into it too. Just a lot of bad errors too, some misplays and stuff like that too. Which is, not what you want to see from the old Collinsville, Illinois native. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bernardino, he didn't. Yeah, he also, as I said, yeah, before, yeah, he kind of had a pretty good another relief outing. Um, Blyer, I mean, yeah, I mean, he is what he is. I mean, he basically, man, it's kind of looking like we lost in that Matt Barnes trade with him. Yeah, I'll just say, yeah, maybe we should have kept Matt Barnes at this point, or Batty Backpacks at this point. I don't know, it's kind of looking like, yeah, it's kind of looking like we, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll start figuring out. Schreiber didn't have a good day either. He kind of gave up some runs, too, and he was kind of struggling late in the game, which you should expect more from old Johnny, Johnny Leverage. Yoshida and Durant. Well, I also went over how Durant has um, been doing today, or uh, lately, too. Yeah, another yeah two-for-two two day from old uh, Durant. Um, let's see, Yoshida. Well, one-for-four day, but so far, I mean, he's been doing good. I mean, actually, I've... I think he actually might have a better um bet or, or on base percentage or something like that than um his fellow countrymen that plays for the Angels who we're trying to recruit. Yeah, as in Shohei Otani. Yeah, so far, yeah. As I said, yeah, only f- five runs on 13 hits, three home runs so far, 10 RBIs. I mean, he's starting to hit lately. Yeah, 464 batting average. Yeah. 488. Let's see. What is Yoshi or uh, not Yoshida? Um, uh, Otani's. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're trying to pull that up real quick. Otani. Let's look at his. Yeah. All right. Otani. All right. Yeah, we don't want to know his pitching stats. Hmm. All I know is hidden. This is kind of why I'm not really happy that yes. Well, to say I want to see his hitting, not his. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Batting. Sorry. Yeah. All right. 
It's all right. Yeah, he's actually have a yeah Yoshida in the or Yoshida in the last seven games has a better batting average, another a better OPS, and a better slugging percentage. Wait, better slugging percentage? Yeah, I know on base and uh batting average. I mean Yoshida is kind of like beating him right now. So yeah, so so far, I mean seriously, and isn't Otani supposed to be the face of baseball so far? Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, so far, yeah. Yep, he has a better slugging percentage, too. Yeah, last seven games. Hmm. Really? Man, I was about to say, Shohei Otani is supposed to be the face of baseball. All right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they keep rolling, too. Yeah, another one for old Yoshi. Or Masa. Yeah. He likes to be called Masa. Yeah. Because yeah. that, because Masa Taki Yoshida. Kind of short, yeah, for Masataki Yoshida. Yeah. All right. All right. Emmanuel Valdez. I mean, I will say the good. Good as in he's been hitting it lately. He has some, has a great, or has like a 429 batting average. Although he kind of cooled off today. He went 0 for 2, unfortunately. Yeah. But defensively, the bad, yeah, it's just he needs to really work on that. He really made some really not too great errors. He kind of made a bad error in his uh, debut on against the Twins, which everybody still keeps or going on about. But I kind of see, okay, they're not, not really wrong. He really needs to work on defensively. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. At this point, with you chain being down, what else do you have? I mean, you could possibly maybe call up someone like a David Hamilton, but still, yeah, and maybe have him play shortstop. Or something like that, or yeah, do whatever. But yeah, but still, I don't know what else you could go with. I mean, they're acting like, dude, the man. I mean, the man had played only a couple of games so far, and we want him to hit. That's what I mean. He has a couple of bad games, and we want to shoot him to the freaking moon. Okay, yeah, or yeah, Hamilton's on the forty man, so we could possibly do something like maybe bring him up. But also, you got to have him yeah, maybe play shortstop or something like that. Maybe do something like a Royal at second again. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. That's what everybody was kind of thinking about. Like, maybe give old Hamilton a chance. Because so far, I mean, he's been hitting it. I think he's been doing pretty well in a Worcester, I believe. I could be wrong on that. All right. You can answer that in a few minutes. All right, at this point, I mean, so far, I mean, all right, Hamilton. Old Davey Hamilton. Who we got in the Hunter Renfro and um, Jackie Robinson trade that we made at, like, basically the last minute before the lockout last year, last offseason. All right, so he hasn't been doing bad. 69, all right, so he's been hitting it lately. I mean, four home runs, 11 RBIs. I mean, well, what is it, like seven games so far? All right, crap, they're not giving us that. Though. All right. I mean, lately, so far this season, he hasn't been, he's been hitting it lately. I mean, 319, that's like above average. I mean, that's kind of getting it done. All right, I don't know. But that's what I mean. Valdez offensively has not been bad. Defensively, though, probably should work on that. Yeah, because that is going to cost us some games. Yeah. All right. So final thoughts on the series. I mean, 
I mean, at the same time, it's not really great that we lost another or lost a series, but take it in stride. We're at 500. And for the most part, if we weren't in the American League East, we could be contending for some of these divisions, like can, or even in first place for some of them. It's just the fact that the American League East is the best team, and you got teams like the Rays right now, the Blue Jays, the Yankees. Even the Orioles are doing good. Like, they're a tough team, too. It's just the fact that all, all five of those teams are 500 or above is says something. It's just kind of tough to lose these guys, especially since the Orioles are a fraud. They really are. They're they seriously. They are a fraud. If they're that good, how come they haven't won since 1983? Yeah, seriously, their ballpark. I will say it is nice, and I will say this too: is as old. It's oldest me. Yeah, it was made in 1992. Yeah, that's when they won their inaugural first season at Old Kinden Yards. We'll get into a nice little conspiracy theory, um, probably in final thoughts. But first, let's wrap it up. All right. So, since doing the podcast, on, let me go. All right, here we are. So, since doing the podcast, the Red Sox against the Orioles are thirteen and twelve. So, thirteen and twelve with a five hundred twenty win loss percentage. So, not bad. Not bad. I mean, above 500, but still could do better. Do better. Yeah, do better. Yeah. All right. All right. That's it for that. All right. All right. So let's go to what's up on the farm. All right. Let's do see what we're doing in the old farm system. All right. Let's go to Monday. And they didn't play Monday. All right. Tuesday. Let's talk about Tuesday scores. So, on Tuesday, the Salem Red Sox, they take on the Delmarva Shorebirds in Old Delmarva and won 5 nothing. All right. So, Jackson gets the win. He's 2-0. Let's see who was our, um, basically, yeah. Let's look at the box scores. Old Salem, the Red Sox. All right. All right. So Rogers, yeah, so he had a pretty good game so far. I mean, only gave up one hit, no run. So yeah, eight strikeouts. So pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know why Jackson got the win, though, if Rogers re- lasts like five innings. Usually, if you last like five innings, when you get the win, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much, yeah, not, yeah, only like five hits in total. For our rotation, no runs, so that's pretty good. Only walked two and punched out 11 altogether. That's pretty good. All right, let's see how, who was our main hitter for the night? It looks like it was Salmas, our left fielders. Yeah, so yeah, he went two for free. Uh, Alan Castro had a double, and then um, Rafaro, he had a home run in the seventh inning against uh, Por- or Perales. Oh, yeah, Miguel Blaze had a home run, too, in the eighth inning, so pretty good. And RBI, a couple of RBIs from uh, Roman Anthony, Blaze, and uh, Rafilo, who had three. All right, so pretty good. Awesome. All right. So, that's it. So, Salem is a uh, nine and seven. All right. 
All right, and then the Portland. Hold on. Yeah. All right. So we're on. All right. So the Portland Sea Dogs they take on the Erie Sea Wolves and but unfortunately lost in ten innings on a walk off three two two. 11 to 5 at this point, and Dellinger gets the loss again. Ugh. Yeah. One and th- or uh, one and two with a 1.23 ERA. All right. So the ERA really isn't bad, just the win loss record is not great. All right. Yeah. Van Bell, he didn't really have a bad game. Three or one gave up three hits. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah, although uh, Salu- or Salusi did have a blown save, though. Yeah, it didn't do good. Man, really bad ERA, 8.58. All right. All right, so who was our main hitter for the game? It looks like our, the only person with uh, most hits was basically um, Alex Benellis. Two for four, so pretty good. Although he has a pretty bad batting average so far, 1.89. Um. So Don Raffaella got a home run his first of the year, so pretty good. Awesome in the sixth inning. Yeah, that way. Our future big, big time out there, the maybe center fielder, we don't know yet. Yeah. So Nick York, uh, Nick York, I mean, he's doing okay. 2.20 or uh, 229 bang average. How's Casas doing? Did he play today? Or in this game? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not seeing Casas. <sighs> Man, yawn. Yeah. All right. All right. And the Woo Sox, they took on the Scranton, um, Scranton, or Scranton Wilkes Bear Rail Riders, which is the Yankees farm team, but unfortunately lost eight two six. Man, Paxson got yeah, man, Paxson lost again. 3 and 0, 10.32 ERA. We seriously lost to Ryan Weber. Oh my god. Seriously, we lost that dude. This dude could not pitch to save his life when he was the Red Sox, but somehow it's basically just making us look like oh my god, jeez. Go, go. Alright, just get this done. Jeez. It ain't pitch bad. Uh, all right man four runs on five or four runs on five hits <laughs> well four four earned runs but on three hits man paxton kind of got lit up Ugh. yeah how's broadway doing i eh, didn't do great either three runs on three hits man and the old tyler junior college uh product yeah, the sheriff or sheriff. All right, he's doing he did pretty good in relief today. All right, all right. Let's see. All right, so Greg Allen he went uh two for two and or Greg Allen and uh Ryan Fitzgerald or Fitzy he they both went two for two or two for four so pretty good awesome. All right, all right. And then Jorge Alfaro he hit his first home run as a Woo Sox so pretty good awesome yeah old Aquaman yeah. All right. Oh, he's been hitting it lately too. Three hundred and one. All right. All right. All right. So the Woo Sox are eight and uh thirteen. We should have talked about the Portland too. I think we might have mentioned their uh, record. All right. 
And finally for Tuesday, um, Greenville Drive, they took on the Hudson Valley uh, Renegades, but unfortunately lost 11-6. Hoppy gets the loss. He is 1-1 one one with an 8.10 ERA. Oh, Hoppy, yeah. I think it's kind of like how you say Hoppy or, or Hoppy. I think it is, yeah, Hoppy. Kind of like uh, oh, Hoppy of um, the Angels, their catcher. Yeah, their rookie catcher. Yeah, that's why it's kind of the same thing. All right. Yeah, so yeah, oh, Hoppy gets the loss and relief. Ugh, five runs. Ugh. On five hits. Ugh. Yeah, but Grandma didn't get a, yeah, didn't do well either. Um, Six runs on five hits or six earns or six runs in total. Two earn runs. Oh, man, some of those runs might have been, yeah, jeez. All right. All right. So who is our main offensive player in this game? All right. So Marcelo Meyer, he went five for two. So pretty good. All right. Had away our future shortstop. All right. So he did good today. All right. Or today or uh, Tuesday night. And then uh, Nathan Hickey went two for four. So pretty good. Awesome for him. All right. So, yeah, as uh, Edison Paulino, he uh, had a double. Meyer had a double, too. And then... uh. Gilberto Jimenez, he basically had double two. And then Hickey had a triple two. And then um, Blaze Jordan, he went yard his second home run of the year. So pretty good in the first inning. So a leadoff home or so basically a, not a leadoff home run, but basically a first inning home run. Yeah, leadoff. Yeah, he batted fifth. Right. Yeah, and then stolen base by uh, him or Jimenez. So yeah, Gilberto Jimenez. All right, so pretty good. All right. So the drive are five and ten at this point. Five games below five hundred. Mm. All, right. All right. Let's go. All right, let's go Wednesday. No, I don't want. You don't click on the ad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they're probably gonna send you another one. Yeah. I was about to say, they're going to send you another ad, too. Be, oh, since you clicked on this. <laughs> on this. You hear about that, too. It's just, yeah. All right, we won't go. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. So, Wednesday, Portland Sea Dogs. They took on the area Sea or Sea Wolves and won 6-1. to one, So, pretty good. Durhan gets to win. He's still undefeated 4-0 with a 0.78 area. So, pretty good. At a way. Possibly one of our future rotation Pitchers, so pretty good. Our rotation arms, all right, out of way. Yeah, only one run on two hits, so pretty good. Seven Ks, out of way, older Han. Yeah, all right. All right, so let's see who was our main offensive player. It was Sedan Raphael. Oh, actually, no, no, four for four from old um Steven Scott, but Sedan Raphael had a pretty good day, too. Three for five, all right. Four for four for Steven Scott, the old um, Vanderbilt um, product. So pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. York went two for four today. So pretty good. All right. For the old Sea uh, Dogs. How about Cavadas? Yeah. Cavadas. All right. So he got a hit, but he is batting 200. Mm, yeah. For the old Greek or Greek god of uh, dogs. Yeah. Dogs as in home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. As in, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. We prior. All right, move on. All right, so um, a double by York, and then yeah, double by York and Benella. So yeah, so they had a couple of doubles today, and then Edison uh, 
Diaz, not any relation to Edwin or not, not Edison Diaz, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, this is a different Edwin Diaz. Yes, this is not the one that is a closer for the Mets says on the IL. Yeah, this is a different one. This is an infielder. I saw that too. The Red Sox signed Edwin Diaz. I thought, no, they didn't. They basically, yeah, the Mets basically gave him that five-year deal. He, and I thought, oh, okay, this is a different Edwin Diaz. This is an infielder, and he might linger around. Yeah, so second home run of the year. So, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, like, no, they didn't. Yes. Yeah, it would be nice if we had him, even though now he's not on the IL. So, yeah. 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 But still, that would have been nice at the time. Yeah. All right. So, the Sea Dogs are uh, 12 and 5. But think of this if he would signed with the Red Sox and he got that injury, oh, we would be wanting, like, yeah. We won the WBC. Yeah, it won't be Mets fans. It would be bitching about the WBC. It will be us bitching about that. All right. All right. So the Woo Sox, they took on the Real Riders again and unfortunately again lost four to one. Uh, Paletti or Paletti gets the loss. He is two and one with a 5.59 ERA. He's not doing so well in the bullpen. Unless if he did come out of the bullpen. I don't know. He might have been a starter. I don't know. We did get him back from the Orioles, so they decided they didn't want him, and they basically we basically took him right back. Yeah, so, yeah, he basically got the loss in relief. All right, so Chris, or, uh, Chris Murphy didn't have that bad of an alley, although he only went to 4.2 innings, only gave up a run on three hits. All right. Although he has been struggling lately, too. Yeah. Yeah, 7.80. All right. Okay, don't. Yeah. How's Farah doing? Hmm. Uh, ooh, 10.29 here. Right. Okay. All right. All right. So Abreu went two for four or two for five. Dahlbeck went two for five or or uh, two for four. All right. So pretty good. All right. So they went, had a couple of hits today. Um, Only a triple by Abreu and Dahlbeck, though. Yeah, no home runs. A stone bake by a stone base by crook though. Yeah. RCO Crook. Alright. So eight and fourteen for the old Woo Sox and old Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. I said it right. It's Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they were talking about that on the pesky uh podcast. They were talking about like how like you would say Worcester. Like some people have been calling it Worcestershire or something like that, but it's actually Worcester. Yeah, Worcester. Yeah. They were talking about too like some woman from uh, New England and Massachusetts had to correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the Hudson or uh, so the Greenville drive, they took on the Hudson uh, Valley Renegades again and unfortunately lost again, 16 to two in a blowout. Ugh. Gonzalez gets the loss. He's 0 to 15.58 ERA. Ugh. Not great. Mm. All right. Let's see. So yeah, six runs on three hits. Yeah, walked seven. Yeah. Okay, so here we are. So, all right, so only six hits. All right, so who's our top hitter? It was Blaze Jordan, two for four. So, yeah, but still not a lot going on. Just only an RBI from Ferguson, but that's about it. 
Well, a couple of stolen bases, one from Ferguson, also and one from Lopez too. So, yeah, yeah, five and fifteen at this point. Mm. Not getting it done. All right, so we'll start wrapping it up with this. All right, so the Salem Red Sox they uh, lost again to Delmarva, three to one. Uh, sh- did they lose three to one? Really? Oh, I just saw Sh- no Sh- Sterling Sharp pitches. Okay, this is a different Sharp. Okay, that got me confused there. All right, all right. So it looks like um, Bolden gets the loss. He's one and one. All right. Go over this real quick. All right. So only two hits, and those only two hits came from Miguel Blaze and James. So one one for free for Blaze, and four for or uh, one for four for uh. Um, James, man, and not a lot of offense in this game. Yeah, just only, yeah, and an RBI from Miguel Blaze, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Who is backing up a truck outside? You hear that? That's like a truck is literally backing up outside. What the legitimate hell? This hour of the night, literally almost one o'clock in the morning. Good lord. Mind wanting to wake up the neighborhood idiots? <laughs> All right. Tomorrow, Thursday. All right. So the Portland Sea Dogs, they'll uh, take on the Erie Sea Wolves again. 6.05 Eastern Time start. 5.05 Central Time for me. And it's looking like Lou will be your starter for this game. All right. The Woo Sox, they'll take on the Rail Riders again at home. Game time will be at 6.45 Eastern Time. 5.45 Central Time for me. And your starter will be DeMorty. All right. All right, then the Greenville Drive will take on the Hudson Valley Renegades again, and this game will be at um six or seven oh five Eastern Time, six oh five Central Time for me, and your starter will be Bastardo. All right, then the Salem Red Sox will take on the Delmarva Shorebirds, um seven oh five Eastern Time, six oh five Central Time, and uh Perret or Paez will be your starter. All right. That is it for what's up on the farm. All right. So we'll go to break and then we'll come back and start our college baseball segment. All right. We are back to start our college baseball segment. All right. So Wright State, we won't go too much in the detail with them just for the fact they didn't play any midweek games this week. All right. But they do start another series, another conference series, another Horizon League series, I should say. Um, Friday through... Um, Sunday, and they'll go to Oakland, Michigan, not Oakland, California, Oakland, Michigan, take on the Grizzlies of old Oakland University in Rochester, Michigan. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll talk. Oh, we also got another final thought, too. I just learned from uh, Baseball is Dead just recently. So, yeah, about Michigan in a way. All right. We'll talk about that in final thoughts. All right. So, um, Friday's game, um, the start of a two or three game series. Game one will be on Friday, 2.30 Eastern Time start. Three for or uh two thirty Eastern Time start, 1.30 Central Time for me. Oh, looks like on, on ESP or ESPN Plus. Come on. Alright. All right. Then Oakland or uh game two on fr- on Saturday will be at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time. And then Sunday's game, the rubber match will be at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Central Time for me. How much we got left of the season? I mean, we're kind of getting close for some of these league or for uh, some of these uh, 
leagues and stuff like that. We're getting close to the end for some of them. So, yeah. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, yeah, our uh, Division I uh, rankings. Yeah, let's see. We're all. I probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure Wright State isn't ranked, unfortunately. That would be nice if we were ranked. Yeah. <laughs> would be nice. Yeah. But yeah, but still. Yeah. All right. They aren't, but ranked number one in the land. Uh, let me double check. Yeah, they're not ranked. But ranked number one in the land still is your LSU Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah. Let's see, Central Missouri. They're 33 and 13 right now, 20, 24 and 6 in conference play, but have lost their last game so far. Or as of now, lately. All right. They did play a midweek game this week against Quincy um, University, which is in Quincy, Illinois. Yeah, so basically uh, near the border, near the Illinois Missouri border. Yeah, so not far. Or, well, far, but yeah. Yeah, or kind of close. All right, 13th rank in the land. Hmm. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, they lost to them 8-2-6. Hmm, not great. All right. So, but this week, and they'll wrap up the regular season with another conference opponent victory, or conference opponent uh, series before they start conference uh, tournament play, M-A- or M-I-A-A um, play, as I should say. So they'll go or they'll play one more round at home against Fort Hayes State. Um, so they'll play game one on Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time or 6 p.m. Central time start, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Then on Saturday, game two, 2 p.m. Central time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And then the wrap up the regular season um, on Sunday, senior day for some of uh, the seniors. Yeah. Yeah, one last hurrah. Um, 1 p.m. Central or Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and then conference tournament play starting next weekend, the weekend afterwards. This week, this weekend. All right. So that's it. All right, Division Two rankings. All right. All right, let's go to them. All right, it looks like Central Missouri is ranked number four in the land. But still ranked number uh, one in the land right now is the defending champs, North Greenville. 39 and six. All right, so UMass Boston, they're fir- or 19 and 13 right now, 7-3 in conference play, and but have lost three straight games in a row. Ugh. Yeah, not great. All right. All right, so they played today. They were supposed to play against Plymouth State, but that game got postponed and had to be rescheduled till tomorrow. We'll get into that in a little bit. Well, they played a uh, Basson uh, College at home and on loss, and unfortunately uh, got shut out six nothing. All right, so 
tomorrow they play a doubleheader another against another conference opponent. Um, another LEC opponent tomorrow against Plymouth State University. Um, I think the first game it's um, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Central time, and then 30 minutes. Um, game two will be 30 minutes after uh, the second or uh, first game in Plymouth, New Hampshire. All right. And then this weekend, they play against uh, Rhode Island College, a doubleheader. First game at noon, or first game at noon Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Central Time for me. And then 3 p.m., or in the second game, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 2.30 Central Time for, or 2.30 Central Time for me. And they're at home in uh, UMass Boston or Mohan Park. So that's it for UMass Boston. All right, Augustana, they're 27-6 and six right now, 11-2 and two in conference play, and have won nine straight wins in a row. All right, let's get into it. All right, so they played against Eureka College. Yeah, hmm. kind of near around here. Yeah, Eureka's kind of a town that's like 25 or so minutes away from here, so west of here. All right, so, and they won that game at home. In seven innings, 13 to two. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. And then this week, they play against Knox College, or, or will they play against Knox College at home tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern time, or 7 p.m. Central time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And then they start another conference here or another conference doubleheader on Saturday, another CCIW opponent. It's Illinois Wesleyan, which is the one of the the main religious uh, university D free school that's here in town Bloomington or, or Bloomington, so they well they'll go to uh, Augustana, but anyway, so Saturday they'll play a doubleheader against them, one p.m. Central Time start, two p.m. Eastern Time, and then game two whenever thirty minutes after game one, all right, at home at Swanson Stadium, all right. Division one ranking or division three rankings. Division three, go. Let's go, boys. zoning out there all right so this week uh looks like they haven't updated theirs yet yeah this looks like the 16 all right so yeah they haven't really updated just yet yeah yeah it really doesn't look like they're updated theirs yet but it looks like augustana is ranked number 25 in the land hmm. very good all right yeah, away on the top 25. They cracked it. All right. But still ranked number one right now is John Hoskins. Yeah. They are a good lacrosse team. <laughs> All that matters. <laughs> All right. Lacrosse. Jeez. All right. Uh, Tennessee Wesleyan, 37 and 7. 
26 and one in conference play and have won two straight wins in a row. All right. Let's see. Did they play this week? I forget. And no, they did not. Okay. We just basically just told you old stats. Sorry. All right. But they do start a conference series. The last one for the year until they start a conference play um, against St. Andrews at St. Andrews. All right, so they start a doubleheader tomorrow, 12 or uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Central Time, and then um, second game will be at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time for me, and then the wrap up the regular season on Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time. All right, we're getting close to the end for some of these teams. All right, all right, NAIA rankings. All right. Probably won't get, I don't know what we're going to do with the NAI rankings. Yeah. Probably see where we're at there. Probably, they might have not dropped theirs. Mm, yeah, they haven't dropped theirs yet. No, they haven't. The last, yeah, the next one won't be until uh, May the 10th. All right. All right. So, all right. Well, that just was a time waste. <laughs> I'll say that was a time wasting experience. Yes. <laughs> In a way. All right. All right. Not not saying that, yeah, that you know, I mean, yeah, we could have basically just skipped the whole thing, or at least skipped the rankings at least. All right, Southwest Florida or South or Florida Southwestern State. All right, they are twenty or thirty and twenty right now, um, eleven and ten in conference play, but have one law or have last lost their last game right now, as of now. All right. This week they played another or midweek conference opponent against uh, East Florida State College, but unfortunately lost um, seven to six. And then they play one more game for the regular season against A three Academy at home, a non conference opponent, noon um, East, Eastern time, eleven a.m. Central time. All right, and then they start um, conference tournament play, I believe, against. College of Central Florida. Yeah, but we won't go into that just yet. All right. That's it for Florida Southwestern. All right. Heartland, they're 40 and, 41 and 4 right now, 21 and 3 in conference play, and have won 18 straight wins in a row. They are rolling. The Hawks are rolling. All right. So they played a non conference uh, doubleheader on Tuesday or yesterday. Took the first game eight to six against uh, Rock Valley College, and then took the second game eleven to five. So pretty good. All right, and then they play another conference opponent, another uh, midwack opponent, uh, doubleheader against Danville Area Community College. Um, they'll go or uh, they'll play the first doubleheader on Friday at home, one p.m. Eastern time or one p.m. Central time start, two p.m. Eastern time, then game two, three p.m. Central time. 4 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Saturday, they will go to Danville area community or Danville, Illinois and play at old Danville stadium for the second, uh, half of that double header. All right. 1 p.m. Central time start 2 p.m. Eastern time for game one. And then 3 p.m. Central time start. And then 4 p.m. Eastern time start for game two. All right. That's our for the old Hulks. All right. Tyler Junior College. They were supposed to play a doubleheader today against another uh, conference opponent, Paris Junior College in Old Paris, Texas. 
or well at home in Tyler, uh, Texas, but that game got postponed or slash pushed back to tomorrow. Um, so they'll play that doubleheader tomorrow. 1 p.m. Central Time start, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Then game two, 3 p- 3.30 p.m. Central Time start, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then they play a doubleheader, another conference opponent against Navarro College and Navarro College, and that will wrap up the regular season. Or maybe the season so far, we don't know. All right, 1 p.m. Central Time start, 3 or uh, 2 p or 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and then Game Two, 3 p.m. Eastern Time or 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. All right. So yeah, yeah. All right. So that's it for uh, that. All right, go JUCO. All right, JUCO. NJCAA rankings. All right. Yeah, man, getting late. All right, all right. So Division One, it's looking like Florida, Florida Southwest, and they are not ranked. Neither is uh, Tyler Junior College, but ranked number one right now for um, Division One is Central Florida. They're forty six and four. All right, and then, and then, all right. Division two, it's. I think Harlan is still ranked. I think number two, but we'll see right now. All right. Yep, they're well. Yep, they're still ranked number two in the land, but um, LSU Eunice is still ranked number one in the land for JUCO Division two, forty four and three. Ah, oh, all right. So that's it for your college baseball segment. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's go to um uh MLB rank or MLB standings right now. An update. All right. Here we are in the American League in the East. Leading the pack right now is the Tampa Bay Rays, 20 and 5. Man, they just keep on rolling. In second place right now is the Baltimore Orioles, 16 and 8. In Third place is the Toronto Blue Jays, sixteen and nine. In fourth place, New York Yankees, <laughs> uh, fourteen and eleven. But we're uh, in dead last place, and we're thirteen and thirteen. Okay, but still, yeah, that's how good this division is right now. Everybody's at five hundred. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That just shows how tough this division is. In the Central Division, leading the pack right now is the Minnesota Twins, fourteen and eleven. Behind them, the Red Sox next opponent, the Cleveland Guardians, 12 and 13. Behind them, the Detroit Tigers, 9 and 14. Behind them in fourth place, the Chicago White Sox, 7 and 18. Man, they stink right now. Ugh. One and nine in their last 10 games. Ugh. Seven game losing streak, man. Yeah. And then in dead last place right now is the Kansas City Royals, 6 and 9, or 6 and 19. All right, in the West Division right now is leading the pack right now is the Texas Rangers, fourteen and ten. Behind them are the defending World Series champions, Houston Astros, fourteen and eleven. Behind them, the LA Angels, thirteen and twelve. Behind them is the Seattle Mariners, eleven and thirteen. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in baseball right now, is the Oakland A's, 5-20. and 20. Ugh. 
Man, they did break their losing streak, though, but still, yeah, they're now starting a new one. Two games, you know. All right, in the National League, leading the pack right now in the East is the L or is the Atlanta Braves, 17 and 8. So pretty good. All right. Behind them, the New York Mets, 14 and 11. Behind them, the Miami Marlins. Well, tie for a third place, the Miami Marlins and Philadelphia Phillies, 12 and 13. And in dead last place is the Washington Nationals, 9 and 14. All right. Lean or uh, in the central division, lean the pack right now is the Pittsburgh Pirates, 17 and 8. Although their lo- losing or win streak came to an end last night. And unfortunately, the man who basically cost him that win was our old buddy Colin Holdman. Yet, yeah. I mean, he was lights out lately and just it was just his bad start, this one bad start, and that kind of cost the Pirates the win streak. Yeah, every dog has his days. Yeah. I won't take too much into it. He's still a good reliever at this point. He just had a bad day, which we all do. Heck, I even have a bad day today. All right, anyway. All right. In second place right now is the Milwaukee Brewers, 16 and 9. Behind them, the Chicago Cubs, 13 and 10. Behind them, the Cincinnati Reds, 10 and 15. And in dead last place is the St. Louis Cardinals, 9 and 16. Ugh. Seven, three and seven in the last 10 games. Three-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. All right. In the West Division, leading the pack right now is the Arizona Diamondbacks, 14 and 12. Man, they're, yeah. What's old Tory Lavello doing down there? Yeah, he's doing a good job down there, old former Red Sox bench coach. All right. In second place is the LA Dodgers, 13 and two, or 13 and 12. Behind them, in uh the San Diego Padres, 13 and 13. Man, they've been struggling lately. All right. In fourth place is the San Francisco Giants, 11 and 13. And in dead last place, and possibly in my mind, the worst team in bait or worst team in the National League right now is the Colorado Rockies, 8 and 18. Hmm. All right. That's it for the division ranking or division standings. All right, let's go over uh baseball or uh, Red Sox stat leaders. I don't know. No, maybe we might just not do this every week. Just for the fact, this, yeah, looking at this, I mean, all right, maybe it's, yeah, now it's starting to look a little bit better than last week. Last week was just like, what the hell's going on? Oh, well, uh, maybe we talked, we spoke too soon. Yes. Um, You know what? I don't know. This really looks weird. I mean, seriously, there are some stats. Yeah, the walk leader for pitching doesn't look like it's available anymore. That's kind of the stats. Bail? Yeah, all right. Bail, all right. Let's go with the fancy. All right, we basically just cut, like, basically, like, so-and-so minutes off of the show now. But, yeah, at this point, I mean, that's kind of a good thing, too. All right. Yeah, it ain't our fault. I mean, we still want to keep this going. I just at this point, I'm uh, I don't know. Maybe we might discontinue Red Sox at leaders. I don't know. <coughs> All right, fancy baseball update. All right, here we go. All right, so Monday I had Kiki Hernandez of your Boston Red Sox and JD Davis of the San Francisco Giants. Kike went 0 for 4, and but uh, J.D. Davis went uh, 2 for 4. But unfortunately, my hit streak came to an end after 2. All right. 
Tuesday, I had uh, Tristan Casas of your Boston Red Sox and Nolan Gorman of the St. Louis Cardinals. Casas went one for freeze. All right. Unfortunately, though, um, Gorman went 0 for 4. So no hit streak for me. All right. And then today I had Emmanuel Valdez of your Red Sox and Randy Rosarina of the Tampa Bay Rays. Both men went 0 for 2. No hit streak for me. All right. And then tomorrow I have Nico Horner of the Cubs and Ian Happ of the Cubs also. So that's it for that. All right, pick them. All right, how are we doing pick them wise? All right. So Monday, I had the Tigers, or uh, I had the Brewers beating the Tigers. That did not happen. Tigers ended up winning 4-2. to two, So my losing streak continues. That la- has lasted since Sunday. All right. All right, well, spoiler alert there. All right, Um, Tuesday, I had um, the Diamondbacks beating the Royals. That did not happen also. Royals end up winning five to four, nine and seventeen in um, streaks. Then today I had the Dodgers beating the pot or Pirates. Pirates end up winning eight to one, nine and twenty eight. So I am basically have not have got pick right since last Saturday. Nope. Cardinals beating Aura. Oh no! Hold on. Wait. Actually, this actually has la- lasted longer than that since basically Friday with the Pirates beating the Reds. Ugh. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, the Mariners end up winning, and I picked the Cardinals to win that game on Saturday. All right. So yeah. So basically, we are basically on a five-game picks losing streak, and currently we are nine for twenty-eight, nine for twenty-eight in uh picks since in the months of March and April with a 321 uh, win percentage or pick win percentage. 321, yuck. All right. So let's see. Tomorrow, let's see. All right. Let's see who I got. Padres versus the Cubs. I might go that. Padres versus the Cubs. All right. I might pick the Padres to win this game. Let's talk about, yeah, Fernando Tatis. I mean, seriously. Well, we'll talk about that in final thoughts. But, yeah, I mean, he was getting into it. Or kind of getting it. Well, it didn't really get vi- or uh, chirpy with them. But, like, he kind of did something to the Cubs just uh, last night. All right. You know what? Maybe we'll talk about that, too. So, apparently, they were the Cubs fans when they went to Wrigley. Tatis basically came back from his suspension, from his PED suspension. So apparently Cubs fans were chirping at him, saying uh, he took steroids or something like that. And then Tatis basically just, you know what, I'm dancing. I'm dancing, kind of, you know what, you know, just keep on chirping me. I I don't know how they really feel about that. I mean... I'm more. I am part of the whole let the kids play at this point, but at the same time, I could see why why people like, especially with the whole what happened. We know with Tatis now, just how people would be turned off with that. Yeah. So I'm still a big fan of let the kids play or like something like yeah, be yourself kind of deal. But still, yeah, not great. Yeah, especially since the man just got off PD. What? Ha- where are the Pirates? At? Or not Pirates, Giants. So they ain't playing tomorrow? They ain't playing on Friday? 
Huh, where are you guys? You know what? Crap. All right. Diamondbacks versus uh Rockies, and I'm picking the Rockies to win this one, even though that would be a pretty stupid pick decision. I probably well, you never know with with uh, Major League Baseball. You could have that pick right. All right. All right. Let's do it. You know what? YOLO. <laughs> Y'all remember when that was a saying? Man, that you're bringing up an old term. <laughs> All right. All right, Saturday. I forgot. Yeah. All right. Where are the Giants? Here we are. Giants will take. All right, face the Padres. Man, they have a off, Friday off day. Unheard of. Right. Okay. Well. All right. All right. So I'm picking the Giants to beat the. Uh, Padres, You know, I'll go, yeah, Guardians and Red Sox. I'm picking the Red Sox one on uh, Sunday. All right. Good Lord, we're kind of running out of time with some of this. Uh, come on, move, 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 move. All right. Get over here. All right. much time I have? Yeah, we might have to go to break quickly. All right. Get over here. All right. All right, here we go. So tomorrow I have uh, Padres beating the Cubs. Friday I have uh, Rockies beating the Diamondbacks. Um, Saturday, Giants beating the Padres. And then Sunday, Red Sox beating the Guardians. All right. So that's it for Pick'em. All right. Okay, so let's go over fancy real quick. Our actual fancy team, and we will call it, an, or, uh, call it a break for fancy night. Then we'll go to break. All right. Go, 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 go. All right. You gotta go all the way. All right. So last week we got a dub, another one. So we're back in the win column. So we beat um John Jay's Bloodhounds 292 to 233. So pretty good. All right, so pretty good. And right now we are leading well, actually tied in a freeway tie between uh team Jolif and Team Spillman with a Two and one or two and one record in a six hundred and sixty-seven uh, win percentage, and right now, currently, right now, hold on. Oh, all right, I don't know. Yeah, we are kind of running out of time. Crap. All right, you know what? We'll go to break real quick, and then we'll finish up with this. All right, we are back. All right, sorry about that. All right, so this week so far, we're playing Team Spillman or Spielman or whatever this person's name how you pronounce it so anyway so we're playing them this week and right now we're kind of kicking butt right now 82 to 44 so pretty good all right so yeah 
taking out another tough opponent in our um, division. All right, so pretty good. We could basically take over first place if we keep on rolling. All right. All right, so far this week. All right, so my top performer so far has been Spencer Strider. Yeah, Monday he pitched pretty good. Um, pitched eight innings, had like 13 Ks, only gave up two hits. Yeah, he he took a no-hitter into the seventh inning. Seventh or eight inning, yeah. So, yeah, he was basically kind of wheeling, carving people up against the Marlins, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, 37 points for old uh, Spencer Strider. I knew picking him up was a drafting him was a great thing. Yeah. All right. And then this week, Freddie Peralta, the Brewers, 24 points. Six innings of pitching, got the win, struck out eight, only gave a four hits. Those are pretty good. All right. And then um, Nestor Cortez of the Yankees, he had seven. Um, he did get the loss, though, five innings, gave up three earned runs, struck out, or struck out six, and gave up five hits. A walk and a walk, right? Devers, he uh, had seven points this week, too. Um, one for 11, though, only a home run, three RBIs, um, a run scored, a walk, and punched out two times. Uh, seven points for Kenley Jansen. All right, yeah, how I picking him up was pretty good. All right, of your Red Sox, um, got the save, yeah, on went on Tuesday, so pretty good. Only pitched two 0.2 innings, so basically only got two outs, so pretty good. Those two outs were critical. All right. And then Taylor Ward and then Tristan Casas had four points. All right. Taylor Ward, he went uh, two for 12 right now. He's been cooling off lately. An RBI, a, a run, three walks, and punched out three times. And then Casas, one for free, two runs, two walks, and a K. Right. Yeah. Man, holy Lord, poor dude. Yeah. Negative seven points. Oh my lord. That one outing cost the poor dude. Oh boy. Man. Well, poor boy. Well, now poor man. Now I should say. Yeah. All right. Pretty good so far. All right. All right. What, what were we doing? Oh, yeah. Um, Trivia Pursuit. All right. So. Last episode, we asked who holds the Red Sox career record for at-bats. Was it, hold on, was it A, Karl Shremsky, B, Jim Rice, C, David Ortiz, or D, Harry Hooper? And your answer... Karl Shremsky. He had uh, 11,988 at-bats, so pretty good for old Yaz. Yeah, career record. All right, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't, forg- I don't think we're going to go over the polls moving forward just for the fact that, yeah, just some of them, I mean, yeah, for the Instagram too, it, it took a while for me. Like, I thought for Instagram, like, we do it on a story, and you know, stories for like Snapchat and Instagram and maybe Facebook too. Yeah, 24 hours until you like for that thing to be up. And then once that 24 hours is up, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically gone. You cannot, yeah. Yeah. Unless if you did something like save it or something like that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to pitching. All right. So who, who holds the Red Sox career record for ERA? Burn run average. 
right? Is it A, Smokey Joe Wood, uh, B, Dutch Leonard, C, Carl Mays, or D, Pedro Martinez? All right, we'll have that pull up on um, our socials, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. And the Facebook, yeah, and the Facebook, yeah, and the Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that is it. Alright, for trivia pursuit. And yes, we are done with our all-time roster, at least for now. Yeah, we have completed it, and we will not consider doing another one until possibly in the next few years or so. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that might be the only one we do. So, let's go into the series, look ahead to the Cleveland Guardian series, starting on Friday. All right. The old Guardians are coming to town, to old Fenway Park, to start a three-game series. Yeah, the Guardians. Apparently, they've been renamed the Guardians to kind of pay homage to, like, the Guardians of Traffic, which is basically a monument in Cleveland. I would like it if they were called the Rocks. Yeah, because the Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. Yeah, and you know the song. Does Cleveland like the rock? Cleveland likes the rock. Yeah. Yeah, no, Cleveland likes to suck. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. It's just, it's just, it's, it's kind of true. Yeah. All right. So Friday, that game will be at 610 Central Time. Um, 710 Eastern Time. It'll be uh, Shane Beaver versus Nick Pavetta. All right. Let's go over Nick Pavetta real quick. All right. He's 1-1 one one so far, and but with a 4.58 ERA. And last time, old Nicky Smooches pitched. Let's see. Nicky Smooches. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go. Load, please. All right. That's loading. I just... All right. Here we go. All right. All right. Last time he pitched was against the Brewers on Friday. He pitched 5.2 innings, gave up three runs on seven hits, did walk a person, struck out seven, but got the win in that outing. All right, so pretty good. Yeah, Duran and uh, Yoshi kind of helped him out there on uh, Friday. All right. All right. Oh, yeah, we forgot about old uh, Shane Beaver. Not Justin Bieber. All right. He's 1-1 one one with a 3.23 ERA. And the last time old Shane Beaver pitched, not Justin Beaver, which, by the way, or not Justin, which is his nickname. So I made a joke about that last year. <laughs> oh, we're going to see Justin Beaver? <laughs> Shane Beaver. And like, you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Watch the Guardians episode when we went to Cleveland in June. Yeah, the whole, like, we were a rocking and a rolling episode or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And you'll get what we mean there. All right. So last time old uh, Beaver pitch was on um Saturday against the Marlins. Uh, pitched 5.2 innings, gave up three runs on four hits, walked four, struck out four, and got the loss in that outing. All right. So he's trying to bounce back after a loss. All right. Let's go over the baseball savant, the nitty gritty stats, or kind of like advanced stats. All right. All right. Pitching arsenal. All right. Average speed. So we all know that Pavetta has a fastball, cutter, slider, changeup, and curveball. All right. 
and but his fastest pitch is the fastball. It's ninety four point three miles per hour. All right, all right, and then his most used pitch. It's looking like it is the fastball also, and he uses and he uses it uses it fifty two point six percent of the time. All right, and then the average spin rate. It looks like the average spin of any of these pitches looks like it's the curveball, and it has an average spin of two thousand eight hundred and two. All right. All right. Let's go to old Shane Beaver. Not B or not Justin. All right. So he has a fastball, cutter, slider, changeup, and curveball. All right. And it looks like his uh the average speed of any of these pitches is the fastball, and it's 90.8 miles per hour. All right. Pitch percentage. All right. His most used pitch out of all these pitches. Is looks like it's the fastball, and he uses thirty one percent of the time. All right, the most average spin on any of these pitches, and it's looking like it's the cutter, and it has an average spin of two thousand five hundred nineteen. All right, so that's it for that baseball savant. All right, lesson. All right, all right. Let's go on to Saturday's game. It looks like it's an afternoon start or a late afternoon start. Yep, 310 Eastern Time or 310 Central Time start, 410 Eastern Time. Um Zach Plezak, old Dan Plezak's uh nephew versus uh Garrett Whitlock. All right. All right, Garrett Whitlock, he's 1 and 2 right now this season with a 6.19 ERA and the last time he pitched was on Saturday against the Brewers. Let's go over that. All right, he pitched four innings, gave up five runs on eight hits, walked a person, struck out one, and got the loss in that outing. All right. All right, and then Zach Plezak, he's one and one with a 6.50 ERA, and last time old Plezak pitch. Mm, excuse me. All right, was on Saturday also against the Marlins. All right. He pitched five point or did I say Saturday for Beaver? I think it was no, it was yeah, Friday for Beaver. All right. All right. Last time old uh please act pitch, however, was um pitched five innings, gave up three runs on ten hits, walked two, struck out five, and got the loss in that outing. All right. So let's go over the baseball savant. All right. All right. All right, so for Gear Whitlock, his average speed out of any of these pitches, oh, well, actually, let's go over it. So we all know he has a fastball, sinker, slider, and changeup. It's looking like his most, or the average speed of any of these pitches is the fastball, and it averages around 93.7 miles per hour. All right, pitch percentage. And it looks like his most used pitch out of any of these pitches is the sinker, and he uses it 55.8% of the time. And the average spin out of any of these pitches looks like it is the slider and averages out of 2,148. All right. Zach, please, Zach. All right. We all know he, we, we know now that he has a fastball, slider, changeup, and curveball. And it's looking like the most. The average speed out any of these pitches is the fastball, 91.2 miles per hour. 
Right. Most used pitch. It looks like it's a slider, and it and he uses it 43.8% uh, of the time. And then the average spin out of any of these pitches looks like it is the slider with an average spin of 2,117. All right, that is it for that. And then, or then Sunday's game, the rubber match, or rubber match, Will be a new or a twelve thirty five uh, Central Time start, one thirty five Eastern Time. Uh, Logan Allen versus Chris Sale. Yeah, Christopher Allen Sale. All right, all right. Sale he is one and two for the year, eight point twenty or eight point twenty two ERA. Last time he pitched was on Monday against the Orioles. Let's go over that. Let's just reminisce about that since yeah. All right, he pitched five innings, gave up. Five runs on nine hits, walked a person, struck out nobody, and got the loss in that outing. Yeah, come on, Christopher Allen Sale. Yeah. The conductor. Yeah, the conductor. yeah it's better than Stick Man. <laughs> All right. We should talk. We should talk about that story, how he got that nickname. Because it's kind of funny. <laughs> Has something to do with PD too. All right, Logan Allen, he's 1-0 with a 1.50 ERA. And last time old Logan Allen pitched was on um, Sunday against the Marlins. Pitched six innings, gave up a run, five hits, walked a person, struck out eight, and got the win in that line. So he did pretty good the last time he pitched. All right. All right, so that is about it. All right, well, for that, let's go over the baseball savant. For this uh, game. Alright. 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 Sale. Let's look at his arsenal of pitches. So we all know he has a fastball. Slider. Or sinker. Slider. And changeup. Which by the way. Uh, slider now is slutter now. <laughs> Alright. We went dirty there. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. Alright. Let's move on. Alright. Yeah. Let's, it's getting late. Alright. So it looks like the most or the average uh, speed of any of these pitches is the fastball for a uh, sale. And it's looking like the fastball is uh, averages out to 94 miles per hour. All right. Most used pitch. It's looking like it's the fastball also, and he uses 35% of the time. And the average spin out of any of these pitches looks like it is the slider or slaughter. Yes. All right. We said we weren't going to continue doing that. All right. And it's two as an average spin spin of 2,196. All right. Logan Allen. Man, it looks like he does it. All right, man. Maybe. All right. Maybe we'll go to. All right. Yeah. It's not really showing like what pitches he has. Hmm. All right, so we won't go over him. Okay, never mind then. All right, okay, never mind. All right, well, that's it for that. All right. Okay, let's go over this. All right, let's go over, yeah, what am I doing? All right, let's go over what the weather's going to be like in uh, Boston this weekend. So that's where the next series is being played. What are we doing? Okay. Boston. 
here we are. Here we are. What is the weather? Yeah, really. Alright. Alright, Friday night. Alright, Friday night. It'll be 45 degrees. Ooh, I kind of like this movie. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see that ghosted. All right, never mind. No free ads. All right. All right. Friday night will be 45 degrees, cloudy. Um, <laughs> five to 10 mile per hour winds and an 18% chance of rain. All right, so that game might get played. Saturday, though, however, looking like it's going to be uh, 52 degrees. Showers early, becoming a steady light rain later in the day. 52 degrees, 10 to 20 mile per hour winds, and 70% chance of rain. So we might not get that game in on Saturday. All right, Sunday, same thing in the day. 57 degrees, cloudy, with occasional rain showers. 10 mile per hour winds, and a 70% chance of rain. They better get, I was about to say, they might have to get those games in. Just for the fact that I feel like the Guardians are going to be coming to Fenway. Or at least for, till next year. All right. That's your series. Look ahead. All right. Final thoughts. So there's a huge, like, tying into this uh, Orioles series in Cannon Yards. So there's a huge conspiracy theory. Back when uh, uh, Cal Ripken was basically um, trying to break that, uh, break the, consecutive games played streak that was set by Lou Gehring back in the day. Um, so apparently there actually was a game that actually almost didn't play, but they made it to the point where like, yeah, it actually, or had a way where like the record wasn't affected by him missing this game. So apparently um, the game that he supposedly missed um, so apparently they acted like the lights weren't working that game, even though Canyon Yards at the time was like a newer stadium. So that would have been an issue. This is what really happened or what's conspiracy. Some conspiracies will soon. So him and Kevin Costner became buddies back in the day because he was like an up and coming actor and stuff like that. So one day he was going to go to the game or well, uh, Ripken was going to go get ready for the game. He gets to the park and thought, oh, wait, I forgot something in my house. He goes back to his house and then finds out his wife is sw- sleeping with another dude. And apparently this dude ended up be ke- being Kevin Costner. So Cal Ripken beats up Kevin, Kevin Costner. And to the point where he basically injured his hand. To the point where, like, he had to call his manager and say, hey, I can't play tonight, kind of deal. Knowing that the record was going to uh, be affected by this and knowing what this record would have meant, knowing, like, a few years ago we had the strike and stuff like that, or a year or so ago they had the strike, and they wanted to bring more fans back to the point. So they thought, okay, you know what? We'll make some bullshit excuse to the point where this record will not be affected and but you will still get your day off, kind of deal. Yeah. So that's a little conspiracy theorist there. I mean, you can literally look that up, kind of deal. Apparently, that there is a thing where, um, yeah, they try to make it look like the yeah. But that's kind of funny. I just want to say something about that. It's just, all right. 
So another final thought. So I was listening to Baseball is Dead, uh, the new one that just just released today. The one they talked about, uh, Brian Reynolds being extended, which by the way, uh, he decided to stay with the Pirates. So they gave him an extension, which by the way, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of, I feel like the contract, I feel like we should probably give up for Dugo. Maybe six years, a hundred something mil. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Or something like that. Close to something like that. Yeah, let's do that. Mako for Dugo or Red Sox. But anyway, so they were talking about the final thoughts. I think it was uh, Jay Hay. He said something that, um, so Carabas was acting like, why isn't there like a baseball team, especially around uh, Detroit, called the Wolverines? So Jay Hay made a little bit of research. So apparently there was a team back in the 1880s that was called the Detroit Wolverines. They were part of the National League. And they had a little bit of history too. So apparently they had, um, were kind of like had something related to like an old Civil War regiment that was around that area at the time that was fought in the Civil War. And like they actually had like old or uh, veterans from the Civil War actually be the band to kind of like do like kind of like have like an actual band going on during the game and stuff like that. Well, unfortunately, unlike or like a lot of these National League teams at the time, they all decide to fold and stuff like that. So they end up no longer existing. So they were kind of so yeah, that's kind of the thing too. I mean, there was an actual Wolverine. Yeah, that is true. Why is there an actual a Wolverine team? Maybe that should be one of the expansion league teams. We just call them that. Yeah, the so and so. Yeah, the Charlotte Wolverines or something like that. The Salt Lake City Wolverines, Nashville. I think they kind of already have that team in place. Portland. I mean, Portland Wolverines. Seriously, seriously, let's get a Wolverines team. Come on, guys. Another final file. I'm trying to think what else. Crap, there was something else. Yeah, Celtics and Bruins just couldn't get game five done. I was a little mad about the Bruins tonight. I mean, the Celtics, I mean, in a way, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. In that game, they had like a 10-point lead and let Atlanta just come back right into the game. The point where now we got to go down to Atlanta tomorrow and play a game six, which should not happen. We should have possibly an off day tomorrow or next time or whenever we play the 76, which will be probably the Celtics' next opponent if they make it to that round. Bruins, however, I'm kind of worried about them just for the fact that you don't want to mess around with the Panthers, even though I feel like we'll still beat the Panthers. I just feel like you can't really mess around with them. They're a tough team, and they've really given us headaches so far this season. So far, it's just the point where it would really sting so much if we had a 3-1 lead in this series and basically said, give it and give it right back to the Panthers. To a point where they come back and they win the whole thing. That would sting so much. Especially the season that the Bruins had so far. Like record breaking. Like this is kind of like the NHL's version of the 96 Bulls. Best team you'll ever see ever. And it would be a real shame if they don't win the cup this year. It would be a real shame. Especially for the point personally for this team. Like the guys at the Bergerons, the Krejci's, and the Marshans. I kind of want to see him win one more cup before they ride off into the sunset. Or skate off into the sunset, I should say. Yeah. Hockey turn, yeah. But that would be a shame. 
knowing how fun this Bruins season has been so far, and that's how the whole thing ended. Just them going down. Well, hopefully they'll get it done on Friday. They'll hopefully they'll figure it out and like wrap it up on Friday. And that's what I think for the Celtics too. Hopefully they get the job done tomorrow. Kind of deal against um, Atlanta because this stinks. Both team, both Celtics. Both Celtics team, Celtics and the Bruins have a three-one lead and a chance to basically just shut this whole thing down and move on to the next round. And we're kind of worried if they're going to blow the whole thing. That would stink so much. That would just be jokes galore for the people who hate Boston so much. Just the whole like, just shut up. This could happen if happen happen to any team. The fact that, I don't know, it just gives more ammunition to the I hate Boston people. <sighs> Shut up. We know you hate Boston. Shut up. <sighs> don't want to rub it in our face. That's why I'm kind of mad. A little bit mad tonight. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Nothing else, final thoughts. Just, he, it would have been nice to have got a serious win against him, especially against a division opponent. I mean, so far, I mean, we haven't been doing too bad lately. I mean, 500, but still, yeah. I mean, it could be a lot worse right now. You could be the Oakland A's right now. I've only won, like, five games right now. <laughs> yeah, soon to be Las Vegas A's. Yeah, jeez. Hmm. Are we forgetting anything else, final thoughts? I don't know. Nothing else. I don't, I don't know. All right. You know what? Call it a night. All right. It's getting close. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe or interview on Apple or subscribe or interview on Spotify. Give us a five star review if you can. Follow the show on um Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on TikTok at red underscore or uh, uh, lowercase socks Illinois. Follow the show on Instagram. At also at lowercase socks Illinois, like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. Join the chalkboard page. How new chat room we're trying to do? I'm trying to get people to do, yeah, where we do like uh post game recaps and stuff like that, and then um, uh, yeah, kind of like uh hot takes and stuff like that, and then so we'll have the links on Spotify or uh, not on links on our Twitter and Instagram bios, and then. Follow the show on Spotify. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Sunday night. Manana.